When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, we are back. This is the WFNY Browns cast. Uh, After dark. After dark, yes, very after dark. Um, (laughs) Post-game show, uh, Browns beat the uh, Steelers on Thursday Night Football, 29-17. I'm Joe Gilbert. Uh, This is uh, Taylor Jezerzak. Um, We're part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and we are also sponsored by our uh, great sponsor, BetterHelp. It can be tough to train your brain to stay in your problem-solving mode when faced with a challenge in life. Um, but when you learn how to find your solutions, there's no better feeling. A therapist can help you become a better problem-solver, making it easier to accomplish your goals, no matter how big or small. If you're looking, thinking or looking at giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and very entirely online. When you want to be a better problem-solver, therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com slash wfny to get 10 percent off your first month that's betterhelp h-e-l-p.com wfny and that's better help so yeah uh it was a great great game um just got back to the game and good atmosphere and uh what's your th- what's your initial thoughts on the win there taylor um, well, I spent about two and a half quarters being real frustrated. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, once again, the offense, which was not supposed to be the strength of the team at this point in the season, came out and basically just went up and down the field in the first half. Uh, they didn't get a ton of possessions because both teams were going up and down the field, and that's kind of the issue. Uh, the defense, once again, was just – not getting off the field. It wasn't even not getting off the field on third down. It was just not getting off the field. Um, and they gave up, they, they allowed the Steelers to double their season touchdown total in the first half. Right. So like there, there was a lot of, I think frustration and anxiety in at halftime. And, you know, they, the defense, whether, whether it was them, I mean, it was probably a combination of both between them making the right adjustments to take away what the Steelers were doing and the Steelers offense remembering that they are actually just garbage. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's very it, true. It was, it was a good, it was a good stretch in the third, in the third and fourth quarter. Um, they forced punts on the first four possessions, three of those are three and outs. And I think they went away from the more man-based defense that they had played up until that point in the second half for the Steelers' lone scoring drive. I think they were just that, – that was that whole possession was we are not committing a massive breakdown. Everyone's <laughs> going to stay back. Right. We're going to keep things in front of us. So yeah. they, they picked up 63 yards that way and – I don't think they do that otherwise. So, right. you know, it was, it, 
it's it's nice to get the win. There's definitely some things that you want to see improvement on. Um, I think the calls for Joe Wood's head are probably going to be a little less, a little quieter this week in the next 10 days. Mike Prefer might be another situation entirely. But, um, I, you know, it was you, – you did what you needed to do and you beat a team you're supposed to beat. And yeah. I think of all the keys to victory that we had on Tuesday, they followed through on all of them. They, they didn't yeah. turn the ball over. They didn't beat themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I thought the same thing on that final drive. They they really looked like they did not want to get beat deep. <laughs> they had no. They were playing so soft, and yeah. Um, no, just <laughs> just gonna, you guys can have twenty yard chunks. We're not going to give up. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, basically. Um, just looking at them, it, it seemed like the communication was a little bit better. Um, just kind of, I saw a lot more pointing at where you're supposed to gonna go like before the play rather than after which was a nice uh, sign yeah um but yeah that first half was rough denzel ward was picked on a lot which was surprising and he did not play well in the first first half i i um, don't think he's very comfortable playing zone and the browns yeah. defense seemed to have him have him in zone a ton yeah because the uh, it was the um a couple plays that he, he he made a play was when he was in man coverage, when he was playing uh, on those deep routes. So it's, it's yeah. super weird that they're – you're always, as a coach, you're supposed to put your players in the best position of what they're good at. And I, I just – yeah, I agree with you. I don't, I don't know if that's happening on this one. Yeah, um, I, I mean, I, ho- hopefully that second half might have been kind of a wake-up call. Like, yeah. hey, we probably should do this a little more often make it right. uncomfortable for receivers and they won't be running wide ass open down the field 25 yards. Right. Yeah. Like something, yeah, something has to change there. Um, so hopefully that is a good sign. Um, yeah. It also wasn't helpful that the, uh, the two starting linebackers were <laughs> out for the game. Um, it looks like Anthony yeah. Walker might be done for the year. Um, I haven't, then, I haven't seen anything the last little bit. Um, I know anytime, anytime you're in an air cast, <laughs> never a good sign. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know about, uh, JOK, but, uh, yeah, that was not a helpful thing either. So no, cause they're not super deep at that position yet because they're just starting to get guys that they want there. Right. Um, Tony, I, I will say man. after having a really rough game in coverage last week, Jacob Phillips really responded well tonight. He did. Mm-hmm. Um, he was getting pretty much toasted last week by the Jets, and he he, he responded well tonight. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they might gonna, see a lot more of him going forward. Yeah, so. they're gonna need him. He's gonna he's probably gonna be in the. Uh, it just uh, just based on getting carted off with an air cast, I'm assuming bad things. So, um, it's gonna be interesting to see how Phillips kind of steps in for Anthony Walker because Walker. Walker kind of seemed like the veteran leader of that team of the middle ex, uh, linebackers actually. So um, it'll be interesting to see how Phillips kind of subs in there. And if there's I, any small solace we can take, it's that there'll only be one green dot on the field. <laughs> right, that is true. Very true. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, overall it doesn't really like 
it's not going to make me feel better. Actually, like this performance, like doesn't really make me feel better. It's it's the Steelers. They should have dominated them. Yeah, they, I mean they they, they showed they what they were supposed to do in the second half, and right, you know they did what they needed to when they needed to do it. It'd have been nice if they had not like let the Steelers have some belief in the first half. Right. Um, yeah. Because I mean, they just they just seemed more aggressive in the second half. Like. They they were blitzing, I thought more, and it's just weird that like the two halves were like completely different. Um, so hopefully as a sign of improvement. Um, but yeah, I'm not gonna take anything away. We've seen how many times have we seen this? We talked about in the preview pod that taking advantage of bad teams, right? They're and they're and they're Jekyll and Hyde. They'll be really good, and then next game, watch they'll go back to what they did last week. So yeah. I really can't take anything. You got to show it for multiple games now. Um, but yeah. it's at least a good step in the set in the right direction in the second half. Um, yeah. They got, they got one more game to kind of get their head, head screwed on before Justin Herbert comes to town. Oh God. So, <laughs> oh boy. So, the, so the, uh, the, the, the preseason preseason that is actually in the season is about to be over for the defense. So they need to, yeah. be on their same page by the time they face like a real functioning NFL offense. Yeah. Oh God. Justin Herbert's going to give us nightmares, but uh, yeah. So I thought the defense was bad in the first half and then a lot better in the second um, offensively that they were impressive again. This, this yeah. is, I re- I tweeted during the game, like it's, it's crazy what a what a cable what a quarterback that can actually run an run this a Stefanski offense how fun the offense can be, like it is night and day from last year. They yeah. they're completing they're just completing the layups like he, he's not making hard passes. Yeah, Brissett is taking what the defenses are giving him, yeah. whether it's little five yard comeback routes or slants or. Anything that's there, he takes yeah. it, and they move on, and they get they stay ahead of or in line with the chains, and they're able to keep drives going. I mean, they had let's see, their touchdown drives in the first half were seven and twelve plays. Mm-hmm. They they had a fourteen play field goal drive and an eleven play touchdown drive in the second half. So yeah. they're not they're not relying on big plays. I yep. think I think that eleven play touchdown drive in the second half, the only pa- pass play was that super ballsy PA rollout to Cooper. Yeah, I like that one. On, th- on third and one, <laughs> and that's like then that's how we're gonna have big plays in the in the passing game. We're gonna have these play action passes where it's kind of one guy option, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and you hit it. That was a it was a great play call and. Uh, Great execution, and I have to. I Jacoby Brissett has just been so impressive in the last two games. He's yeah, he's greatly overexceeded my expectations. I didn't think he could perform at this level. He's making he's his throws are really strong and and accurate, and most almost <laughs> he, threw, he threw one too hard for Jacob for uh, Amari <laughs> yeah. Cooper tonight. <laughs> yeah, he, that who thought that was going to happen. <laughs> Um, it's just, I'm not even yeah. sure Jacoby Brissett thought that was going to happen. Right. It's just, yeah, it's just nice that he, he just seems like he's calm in the pocket. He's not 
it's escaping every time there's one person almost getting free, which is a huge difference. It's yeah, it's his, he's just night and day better than what Baker showed last year, and um, it shows how important it is, important it is to actually have a quarterback that can run your offense. Yeah, it, he he's very much a quarterback that plays. I think the way Stefanski wants a quarterback mm-hmm. to play. I think he almost would rather have a quarterback that is more molded to his personality. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not saying, I mean, him and Baker had their differences, but on the field, Baker plays when he's, he, he gets really sped up at times. And yeah. sometimes you just need to be able to take things into account and find the open guy. There's usually an open guy. And Brissett even makes good decisions on when to just fall down and take a sack. Yeah. Like there was a the third down near midfield in the second half, he just kind of fell down, took a sack, right. rather than forcing it into a situation where it didn't need to be exactly. and creating a problem. Yeah, yeah, that's so, so true. Yeah, that, I, he, we're not seeing the stupid just numbs call interceptions or yeah, yeah they didn't and, give Minka Fitzpatrick a chance to change the game tonight. Right, and yeah. he still cannot tackle Nick Chubb. Uh, it's still can <laughs> That's uh, that's something you'll never be able to do. I think. Um, As I put in the the Discord, Nick Chubb running down the field might as well just be sentient sentient cinder blocks <laughs> when defensive backs come up Basically. to him. Like Basically. they just they just bounce off of him. Real. There was that one. I think it was in the fourth quarter. He he literally got he, he just bounced off the guy like a pinball, and, and it got yeah. he kind of shot out of there. Yeah, yeah. He's he's so impressive, and the run game was once again really good. Yeah, um, I mean, going thirty-eight for one seventy-one against the Steelers has got to be. Yeah. I'd imagine that's up there for performances from a Browns running back or. Um, Brown's rushing game against the Steelers since they came back. Got to, yeah. I, I can't imagine there's been very many games at more. Uh, I think they in the uh, in the pregame radio show they were talking about Brown Steelers memories, and one of them was the 31-10 game or 21-10 game that they had a few years back. Yeah. Um, and apparently both Ben Tate and Isaiah Crowell, which are interesting names to hear, <laughs> ran for like 75 yards and. Oh, then, I mean, that's at least 150. So, <laughs> um, but you know, they the Browns did what they needed to, and Jacoby Brissett, who last week we said if he has another game like he did against the Jets, we'd be kind of surprised because we thought that was about the peak of it. And, and he had another one. <laughs> I think he had another one. I don't. I I, I, yeah. I hesitate to say it was any better because. You know, they still, I mean, whether win or loss, I, I don't know. But, you know, he, I think I, I heard a stat from PFF this week that he would have been the highest graded offensive player last week if not for that interception. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, just... it's, it's amazing what this offense can look like with a quarterback that just doesn't screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. And and with a receiver that I can actually get himself open. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It's that I have to say, Mari Cooper is the best receiver they've had in quite some time, and that's that's including uh, Odell Beckham. We never saw the Odell Beckham that 
was in New York um, because Amari is just he's open. He gets open uh, constantly. His yeah, route running is just unbelievable. He usually is sure-handed. Today he was kind of off on that, but yeah, I'm not going to blame him for the drop that almost blew his shoulder off. But <laughs> right. the one on fourth down that was yeah. that was on him. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's nice having just a guy you can kind of rely on. And uh, besides him, I thought David Njoku had a really great game. Uh, one I of his thought it might have been his best games. ever. Right. And nine for 89 and one. Like, yeah. aside from having one, like, deep shot touchdown or play that goes for a long I, – I can't remember him having more yards. I can actually look this up. It might have been his rookie yeah. year. I know he had a big game. I can't remember how much it was, though. Um, yeah, it's – uh, he had a great game, and – um, they needed it because he was uh, he was his security blanket in the middle of the field. Um, Brissett kind of trusted him to make the catches down down the middle, and uh, he did. Tonight was his second highest total. Was it the Raiders game in the rookie year? No, it was actually the Chargers game last year. Oh, okay. He had a, I think he had a long touchdown on like a breakdown. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's right. Seven, Seventy-one yard touchdown pass. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, he was, he went. What was it? Uh, I just had it, and now it's gone. Um, yeah, I re- I remember that one. Yeah, seven for one forty-nine, and today slots in at second because his next highest was seventy-six yards. Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was very good. Um he caught all the passes and uh Yeah. yeah. And you now after all the you know, there was the, the starting to be the talk of we're paying him too much money to be a blocking tight end. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he goes out there and makes ha- the leads the team in receptions. Like yep. and makes a nice touchdown catch. And two years ago he probably drops that. Yeah. So yeah. that's he, all this He's is what a long the, way requesting a trade. Right. Oh my god, yeah. This is this is basically like the like a kind of a blueprint of what we want from him. Block block yeah. really well and then make the underneath catches and then be a, a red zone target. Like Yeah, I mean this is this was Yeah, I mean, I can't really put it any better. Like this is exactly what you want out of David and Joku. Like Yeah. Don't don't do more than you need to. You don't need to be streaking up the field. Down. No, you don't have to be Jason Kelsey or whatever. No, you just have to you just have to catch the underneath routes Travis and break Kelsey. a couple tackles. <laughs> yeah, because linebackers aren't going to be able to. They're not going to re- um, be able to cover you closely because they're going to respect your ability to get down the field. And safeties don't have the ability to tackle you right away. So, yep. And, exactly. and he was sure-handed tonight, which has been one of his detractions in his early career yeah. yeah so it's just amazing his kind of turnaround in his career he yeah. was he came in as just a highly decorated guy he had a really good rookie season then it was kind of a downfall wanted to get a trade out of here and then kind of just turned it around and now he's back to being number one tight end and one of the best blockers in the league as a tight end it's pretty crazy yeah uh, i mean he and Cooper combined sixteen for one ninety and two touchdowns. Yeah. So, 
when you're, when hey, you're struggling, the- when you're struggling to have a second receiver, that's uh, that's a good guy to. Yeah, but it, but it's not like the rest of the receivers were like lost. Right. Peoples Jones had a, a first down catch. He, I mean, he only he was targeted three times. David Bell had his first catch. Um, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was his first catch. I don't think I don't remember him. I think we had one last week. week, but yeah, it's it's one of one of a few. Um, yeah, yeah, and the, but, and the running backs are also getting catches too. So. To say um, yeah. I have more faith in the offense right now than I did in the, doing the defense th- after three games, I'm not sure that there's anyone that watches the Browns regularly and knows anything about them would have said that coming into the season. Seriously, yeah. No, that was but, the question. The offense was the question mark. And now it's just completely turned on its head. And, the defense and they're averaging 20, 28 and a half points a game. Right. Like, yeah, I think they're I think they're rated like seventh in the league in offense, so at least coming yeah. into the game, and gotta be even better now. But yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. That's just how how nice it is to have a <laughs> competent quarterback that can run an offense. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to truly know what we have in him until he's really put to the grinder when we play. Yeah, uh, Los Angeles in two weeks, and I think after that is the Ravens. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, um, but Patriots too. They have a better defense I, a little bit. I'm not even sure that the Patriots are a real team. Right. Sure. Um, yeah, Chargers, Patriots, Ravens, Bengals. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. not that. Given the Chargers, kind of, they're beat up right now. The Patriots look about as good as the Steelers do. <laughs> Um, I don't know what the Ravens did last week, and I don't know what the Bengals are going to do anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, like they these can't. aren't completely <laughs> unwinnable games. Yeah, if the offense is playing well, they they need the defense to figure it out. Yeah, they do. and they have they have ten days now. Get so, healthy. <laughs> yeah, I mean they. During the game, they said they even lost Taven Bryant. Like, so you're you're way limited now. Yeah. Uh, if if you're still talking to Indomitian Sue, you might need to talk to Indomitian Sue a little more. Right. Uh, especially because they're, they're, it seems like running up the middle, they are struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much an aging Indomitian Sue is really going to help that, but it probably can't hurt it. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Right on. Right. <laughs> it was uh it was kinda you could tell they were missing Jadavion Clowney because I thought they got gashed on the on the edges too. Um usually yeah. because he's such a strong run defender and they they had a few big runs on the edges and it kinda shows just shows how much importance he is to not only the pass rush but the run defense and Yeah. I gotta wonder if, if he's gonna be good for the next game. He's got, they're not really, got they're not really talking like he's gonna. They're not really talking like he was gonna miss a whole lot of time in that 
he might have been able to go Sunday if the game was on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they, he's got ten days. They got a lot of hurt bodies. <laughs> um. Jok nice with the soft soft That's... tissue injury scares me a little bit. But yeah, yeah. It's the nice thing about Thursday. You kind of have a kind of mini bye week. Um. So hopefully they can get a little bit healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, they need it. You but, know, for uh, his for as like bruising as he was for portions of the game, Steelers only gave the ball to Najee Harris fifteen times. Right. I thought that which, was weird. Yeah. Yeah, he was fifteen for fifty six. So like not amazing, but not bad. Yeah. A little over four yards of carry. Um and it- and it wasn't like they were behind the whole game. They were no, they were actually closer. leading most of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so, that was super odd too. They kind of yeah. their uh, their offensive. I don't think Matt Canada is very good <laughs> at his job. Uh, he he might not be it, Chief. No, <laughs> no, he's uh, because they were just they they would have things work, and then they would just have Mitch Trubisky do some weird stuff that. Like he shouldn't be doing. <laughs> they just... also they also really got away from what was working in the first half, where they were doing a lot of. They were really successful getting Trubisky out on the edges and doing some misdirection stuff and getting him wide open lanes to throw and putting the Browns' defense in bad positions, especially without the ability to have Clowney keep contain. Yeah. Um, I mean, you didn't hear very much at all from the other defensive ends, so I can't imagine. They're going to grade very highly. Uh, yeah. Uh, Alex Wright had two tackles. Uh, Isaac Rochelle had, or Isaiah Rochelle had four tackles. Yeah. So yeah, like, was, they were. It was basically Miles Garrett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> getting triple teamed, I think. <laughs> well, yeah, Miles Garrett. They because Clowney wasn't there. They had the ability to say but, we're going to put. I mean, Everybody. they basically they basically wasted Pat Fryermuth. He had one catch; it was really good catch. Yeah, but they wasted him just double exactly. teaming Miles Garrett. Right. Yeah. Like they didn't have a tight end the whole game because they were they were double teaming Miles Garrett with him in the tackle, and most of the time the guard was there too. Like, right. There was plays where it looked like he was being assaulted. <laughs> right. Yeah, they would put they would put like the tight end on, actually on him, and then they would. Then the kind of the tackle would be the backup. It was yeah, uh, it was crazy to see, but it it just shows you how you you need somebody else to kind of step up because teams are going to do that and take advantage of no one else being able to do that. Um, it's a lot to put on Alex Wright as a rookie. Um, I mean, I know that they like him. I don't think he's ready for that role. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, I think they wished that uh, Winovich could could have been the more experienced guy, but he's hurt and hasn't really performed up to what they're probably hoping for. So. <laughs> I'm not even sure he's real. <laughs> right. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, – yeah, they hopefully can get him back, uh, Clowney back, but they'll, they'll need him because um, they – it was definitely – definitely uh, showed up on there that they were missing him. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I think I don't think the Patriots or not the Patriots, the Falcons. 
are going to be much of a how good is Jacoby Brissett actually test. Right. Um, the Falcons are still kind of falcony. Um, <laughs> the Chargers might not even be a good test of that because their defense is still kind of like lost in the sauce some plays. Right. So we, I think, I don't think we'll truly know where Brissett is until they play the Patriots and they have Belichick's scheme against him. Sure. Good point. But, but I don't know how good that team actually is. I guess we'll find out over the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, the the play obviously you want the defense to be healthy all the time, but if you had a choice, you want them to be healthy for Los Angeles, and then you definitely want the linebackers to be healthy for Baltimore on the twenty third. Yes, um, especially JOK. Yeah, because he is JOK was pretty much the he was the one who shut the Ravens down in the game in Baltimore last year. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's important to stopping Lamar too. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, kind of moving on to the special teams. Um, I thought, I thought, I thought it was good and bad at times. Um, I it was, four. it was, it was functional. The guy right. caught punts. Uh, <laughs> that was. Punts. I know. Like I didn't um, have a heart attack either. Yeah. Like he uh, caught it and, and like didn't have a heart attack. Yeah, although the one time he caught the ball and immediately spun, I I, I wanted to have a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> Jerome Jerome Ford made a bad choice coming out of the end zone once. Yeah. Um, but I think the thing that most people are going to take away was one the uh, the hands team still sucks. <laughs> and oh my god, I know. Two. <laughs> I think they had – did they have 12 men on the field twice, the special teams? I think so, yes. Yeah, it was on the field goal. Like – Yeah, I think so. Like you could do it going. once and write it off as players not knowing things, but like twice, and you're wondering what the coach is actually doing during the week. Yeah. I, I don't understand how the hands team can be so bad, like – the the probability of recovering an onside kick in the NFL is so yeah freaking they, low. They picked on the other side this time, so it wasn't even the same side. It was it was the People's Jones side. Yeah, it was, it was like oh my god. And, and luckily he ball. he was able to like. I mean, they were bailed out by the fact that he, People's Jones what? was able to knock it out of bounds, and they were offside, so it wouldn't have counted anyway. Right. But. Can we just have no one else? I feel like no one else in the league has this problem with onside kicks. No, it wasn't a. It shouldn't be a problem. Like the the league has made it pretty impossible to get onside kicks because they eliminated the people. You can't you can't have a running start. You can't um, load up on one side. Like it shouldn't be this hard. Like it's just catch the damn ball, but. Um, yeah, so that was that was ugly, but I thought at least um, I thought the punter was good, Corey. Um, Bohorkas, Bohorkas, um, It's amazing what it's like having an actual professional punter, like right. Do he had, things. He had two big ones, um, especially the. <laughs> he had the one last really one. big one that I think just got hung up in the wind and went like eighty <laughs> yards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, it's just nice having a guy kind of. He he had a multiple on the inside the ten and fifteen yards. So he, yeah, he great. had he had one down at the five and one down at the four. 
Yeah. Um, especially like, the the last one was huge too. Not yeah. giving them like easy uh, yardage to make that weird uh, kind of toss it around. Hope hope someone falls down. Situations. Yeah, I, I would say Cade York had a good game. Um, yes, he missed another extra point, but yeah. I think it's good that he got this experience of oh, it really is kind of shitty to kick here. <laughs> I think early uh, in the season, and I think that end zone was really bad too. Because uh, what's his name kicked in? Yeah. And that ball just died and moved moved to the right. Like yeah. it's uh, that was a that was. I, a I loved that the broadcast. I loved that the broadcast mentioned the Dawson flag. Yeah, <laughs> I hope um, I hope he knows about that flag. <laughs> if he does it, he does now. Um. <laughs> He made a field goal, made two of his three extra points. You know, yeah. it, it was a good game. He, yeah. you know, it's a it's a learning experience kicking in this in that building, right? Pretty so, much. Yeah, it was kind of yeah. nice actually having this early kind of season because usually this happens late in the season when you when you really don't can't afford these things. So it's kind of nice having this kind of initial test form with the win. Yeah, yeah. It really is kind of rare to get a twenty-five mile an hour wind game in September. Yeah, because it wasn't um, it wasn't cold, like no, overall. it was just like windy for no reason, so, right? <laughs> like that wasn't in the forecast until yesterday, right? After like after we had talked about, oh yeah, we don't think the weather is going to be a factor. Yeah, and then I saw the next morning that they were forecasting twenty mile an hour winds during the game. I'm like, what the hell happened up in Lake Erie? <laughs> never know what's going to come off of that lake. <laughs> That's why but, it never makes sense that they build a uh, build a stadium on that thing. But whatever. <laughs> That's yeah. Unfortunately, I think they're out of space to put it anywhere else now. If they want to right. get it down, <laughs> pretty much. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you know, it was for 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 a lot of reasons. It was a really good game for them. It was a good kind of get your mojo back kind of game, but the defense took an extra half to get their mojo back. And mm-hmm. I think that's, if there's going to be any negative takeaways from this game, it's going to be that, that it took a half of letting Mitchell Trubisky run up and down the field on you for however, like they had 186 yards in the, in the first half. Yeah. That was a bad half. <laughs> maybe more, maybe more. It was, it was rough. Yeah. They, they made it easy on Mitch. Like he he got out in space, as you were saying. He got out in space and had clear throwing lanes, clear guys to kind of get open. Yeah, and, was, and the Browns and the Browns good. weren't doing anything to get to to like rush him. Yeah, at yeah. that point, they I mean they don't typically blitz, but they weren't blitzing. Um, the one time they did blitz in the first half, Jacob Phillips ended up on his head. <laughs> Um, literally flipped over. Um, but in the second half, they didn't really do a great job of getting pressure on him either. I just think the Steelers mysteriously went away from what worked in the first half. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's because they saw man defense and they realized that doing that kind of stuff wouldn't have worked against man defense, but I don't know. I, I think that the Steelers are at least one third culpable for, their own downfall in the second half yeah. on offense. Yeah. The, the, the defense stepped up 
and they did. they did some good things, but I think but. the Steelers offense helped them, helped nudge them along. <laughs> right, they did. some they confidence did. boosting. Right, yeah. So, and, and Mitch Trubisky also helped in that endeavor. Because he was he was yeah. pretty bad in the second half. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's a win and two and one. Hope should have been three and zero, oh, but hey, got to take a win here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully you can look back at that later in the season and be somewhat like you know we could be this and we we could have one more win, but we screwed it up. But now I think that might have ended up helping in yeah. the long run. But we don't know if that's going to help in the long run. Now we have to let the short term play out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, any final thoughts? Kind of. It's kind of. Can the Browns recover a fumble when it matters? Seriously, I was. I actually. They just showed it on on Sports Center. The guy fumbled again, and they still. Could not recover. It's. I, it's just I think a, at that. I think at that point, to this, at that point when I don't even know his name. What was his name? Warren fumbled. Yeah. Um, that was the seventh opposing fumble against the Browns this season. Yeah. None of which have been recovered by the Browns. <laughs> None of them. That Some one of those are fumbled the... snaps, so I don't know if it necessarily yeah. fully counts. And one of those turned into a thirty-yard game, but. <laughs> Like that one was like really bad because there's like three Browns guys over there and then just like one other Pittsburgh guy and it somehow who happened bounced. to be looking right at it, which right. is it just not happened common. to bounce exactly to him. It was yeah. I know. I I thought the same thing when because we yeah. talked about it in the preview. Like it's just such a this the luck is just it's incredible. bizarre. Like <laughs> at some point it's at some like someone in the, I don't remember which discord I'm in like three, but someone was like, Oh yeah, it's coaching that they can't jump on a fumble. I'm like, <laughs> there's been seven and none of them have been recovered. Yeah. That's not, that's not coaching. That's bad luck. <laughs> that's bad luck. Yeah. I I thought that when, when that happened, I, I was thinking of that, <laughs> of you saying that I was like, God, I can't believe it. it's another one. Yeah, so this, now uh, it's, it's this eight fumbles against, right? Yeah, eight fumbles against and one recovered, and it was a touchdown and whatever. But it'll win someone a fantasy game, and it lost Pat McAfee like nine thousand dollars. But <laughs> um, the, the weird thing with this team is like they're not turning it over on on offensive, but they're not turning it. They're not getting people to turn it over on defense. It's it's a very odd team we have. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the turnovers will come. I mean, you forced, I think, five fumbles to this point that yeah. you could actually jump on. True. Uh, you've recovered one of them. It was in the end zone. So, like, if you're forcing fumbles, you're going to get it. Um, the bad thing is, like, there's no near interceptions. <laughs> well, they're not getting tips right now. Right. They're, yeah. Because their zones are not – confusing quarterbacks so they're not getting yeah. like tip balls mm-hmm. um they're not getting to the quarterback enough to have like dead ducks flutter to yeah. into linebacker like i think things will the turnovers will hopefully come but like it's just not right now yeah yeah and, and, and you know if there's teams to not get turnovers against it's the ones that you've played so far 
<laughs> there's going to come games later on in the season where the, you need right. to get you need to like create turnovers. Yep, Baltimore Chargers. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, Bang- the Bengals, who are super turnover prone. Yeah. Um, like you need to be able to turn these guys over. Or they're going to score a bunch of points on a defense that struggles with coverage, except for against the Bengals. <laughs> I know they're gonna they're gonna probably play well against them again. Because <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a confounding uh, defense. It's a defense that plays really well against uh, bad teams and the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Who would think? <laughs> probably one of the best off, uh, passing games in the league, and they can shut them down for some reason. Yeah, yeah. So, but hey, um, um, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna go over our bets for the night. Oh yeah, while, yeah, while we're here. Way. Yeah. Um, we both ended up tying, I believe. Yeah, we both picked the Browns to cover, which they had done before that last fumble recovery. Anyway, I know. it was. Yeah. I think it ended at plus four and a half yes. or minus four and a half. So they were up six at the time. So yeah. they, they had that. Um, we both put the under. We would have lost money on that pretty handily because they were at the over. They had already hit the over uh, when the fumble happened. Um, I think we both specifically picked Brissett to go over just barely. Yeah. And he went over kind of comfortably. He ended up with, ended with 220. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first place we differed was the rushing over under 190. Uh, I said under, and you said over, and they ended at 171. Yeah, so I'm up I'm up <laughs> one at that one. We both yeah. picked over on Cooper for 60. Yep. Uh, we both picked under for sacks three and a half, which I guess would be I, – I put X's here, but those, that, that's actually right. They only sacked him once. Yeah, which is kind of surprising. Um, and then the the next place we differed was turnovers over under two and a half. I picked over. There was only one turnover, and it was kind of a cheapy at the end of the game. So yeah. you got that one. Um, yeah. So that means we got one, two, three, four. We each got five right. Five of the eight. So not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't. I don't know if we'd. Have, made money or lost money if we had actually put money down, but you know, Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I'll we got more it. right than we got wrong. But, and that's, that's the key in betting, right? Being yeah. right more right than wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, History is complicated. The story of human progress is long, messy, and riddled with controversies, big and small on conflicted, we dive headfirst into history's most infamous events and contentious figures. We try and untangle the good from the bad, the fact from the fiction, and the monsters from the misunderstood. Was Genghis Khan a murderous butcher or a civic pioneer? Did the Allied powers go too far in firebombing the German city of Dresden at the twilight of World War II? And how did the Marquis de Sade acquire such a sinister reputation? And was any of it true? These are just a few of the tough questions we wrestle with and investigate on Conflicted. So if you love history or just enjoy a good story, please join me, your host, Zach Cornwell, for a fascinating new topic each and every month. 
Conflicted, a history podcast is available on Spotify, Apple, or wherever else you get your podcasts. I hope to see you soon. So oh, we got to remember that. So we were five of seven. Is that I think five of eight? Oh, we did eight. Okay. Yeah, one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, eight, including like the the game winner pick. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yep. So, well, uh, join us next week, uh, probably Wednesday or Thursday for the uh, Atlanta game, and uh, we'll make a few more. Definitely picks. not at one in the morning. Yes, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will be well. Besides the the uh, Monday night game, I think this will be our only one after you, one o'clock. You you will you will need to you will need to find a find a partner for that one. I will be on my honeymoon. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> so I don't I just need to find someone to talk to about that game. I will be in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> oh, very nice. Very so, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a good game. Um, fun atmosphere. Was, Night games yeah. are really fun at Brown Stadium. They they do different kind of things. They turn the lights off, which is kind of yeah. Cool. I wish and, I wish they had put a more of a video of the intro. I, I wanted to see it. No yeah. one really filmed it today. Yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Um, just the dog the thing probably show. looked a lot better at night. They did. I have to say the uh, the eyes glowed better. <laughs> like they weren't little yeah. pinpoints. That you can, yeah. They kind of glowed out a little bit, so that was kind of cool. Um, the really cool one was late. It was the um, uh, after the third quarter, they turned the lights off again, and this twelve-year-old kid came out. I don't know if they showed it on the telecast or not. Um, and he was just shredding it on the guitar. <laughs> it pumped up the crowd so much. Like nice. he was. He was really good. So, uh, yeah, they they do a lot of cool things at night that you can't really do in in the uh, in the daytime. So, yeah, yeah it was a fun atmosphere. Um, Steelers. That fans. was about that was about the time that Kirk Herbstreit spent five minutes shitting on Brownie. On I heard about on. that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I guess he didn't understand the elf, but uh, no, they, neither. I'm neither guessing. Of them did. I'm guessing most people outside of Cleveland do not understand it. <laughs> no, they don't. And, and but, you know what? Uh, I don't care. I don't care either. It's fucking. That's, awesome. I mean, that's that's the field I voted for. So, yeah. In the end. I was happy with the with the the end result. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, overall it was a fun game. They took a care of business like they were supposed to. We we spoke about it in the preview. Um, they needed to beat win. bad teams. Beat bad teams. We we also spoke how it's gonna not be easy. It was not easy. <laughs> no, the uh, score make the the final score makes it look a little easier than it was. Right. Uh, I mean, twenty four seventeen is not like a Oh, they struggled the whole time. Like, if you watched the second half, you, you saw who the better team was. Right. Um, and it was just they were never able be, to put it away officially because because we are so jaded as a fan base. <laughs> well, after nothing, last week, nothing feels good until the <laughs> clock hits zero. Yeah, the dreaded onside. Who whoever thought we would fear the onside? I wouldn't be shocked if. I wouldn't be shocked if we get hit with a surprise onside at some point this season. 
Just because Seriously. we can't cover it anyway. Seriously. Watch, we probably are better when we're not prepared for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, it was a fun game. They got the win. Um, now they're off uh, about a week and a half here. Get some uh, get some guys healthy. Um, and I get to watch Baker Mayfield on Sunday. Yay. Who are they playing? Oh, God. Um, Someone going to get killed by them. Oh, God. Uh, no, it's just going to be disgusting. That defense <laughs> is going to kill him. <laughs> Apparently, oh. hold on. I, I know, the Saints are favored on the road. Ouch. Oh. Yeah, ouch. <laughs> oh, Matt Rule was not long for this league. <laughs> I wanted him to be gone last year, for the record. Yeah, I think everybody. I think all Carolina Panther fans have. <laughs> No, um, the only reason he's still there is uh, pride of the owner. I, yeah, I bet. Signed him to a seven-year contract, Oof. and they, he didn't want to fire him after two. <laughs> yeah. So here we he, are. He was the golden boy, too, during that offseason. People were yeah. so excited for that hire. And look at that we're in now. Just like Hugh Jackson. That was the big signing of the sale. Not to get off yeah. course here. Um, no, but yeah, we, we've was, gotten way off course. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, if if we're gonna stay off course, the the Bengals or the Bengals play. Who do they play? They play the Jets. They, they they it's the Jets' turn to go to the other part of the AFC North again because they have the weirdest yeah. schedule I've ever seen to start a season. I think they um, play the. Don't they play the uh, the? They the play the entire AFC North in the week first one four. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so funny it's bizarre uh and then the ravens go to new england um i don't think they'll struggle with that one but you never know they have struggled with miami <laughs> we'll i mean see. they didn't struggle with miami and then they did struggle with miami yeah so yeah um houston and chicago i know <laughs> <laughs> who's watching that <laughs> I'm not even sure those fan bases are. I know, right? Uh, oh, man. I think that's the only tr- that's the only like truly. Well, New Orleans and Carolina has the potential to be truly terrible as well, but those two games are like the truly terrible games of the weekend. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun. for me. It's all for meme purposes. I think it would be hilarious if the Jets beat the Bengals, but that would be funny. Oh and three and oh boy, oh and three and staring at a short week against the Dolphins. Oof. Oh, are they Thursday night next week? Yes. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. The the kind of nice thing about Thursday nights, you kind of kind of sit back and kind of watch, especially if you're the winning team on Thursday night. But you kind of sit back and watch your rest of the division kind of see how they're stacking up because you're not focused on uh, the Browns. So that's a fun kind of little nugget of Thursday night football. I think they're what? Yeah. Four. No. In the last four times they've been on Thursday night. Uh, I think think they've won won every, they've won every Thursday night game with Stefanski. Yeah. Um, Which would be the last Bengals, the Bengals, Denver in this one. Yeah, and then the year before would have been nineteen. Who did they play on Thursday that year? 
can't remember that one. I don't know. I, I tried to block that season out of my brain. It's true, but that one um, that one died quickly. <laughs> that one was just uh, horrific. Yeah. Um, their Thursday night get the game that year was. Oh, it was that game. Okay, it was the helmet swing. Oh, so they did win that year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was that game. <laughs> Boy, did, I was I, just watching the end of that game. I was like, "Don't have anything bad. Don't have anything bad. Score the <laughs> touchdown and just get off the field." <laughs> uh, Twenty eighteen, they beat the Jets on Thursday night. So they're they've won their last five Thursday night games. Wow. Uh, the NFL play put sympathy on NFL Network in 2017. Didn't give them a Thursday night game that year. Um. Their last loss was twenty-eight to seven to the Ravens in twenty sixteen. So they won their good. last five on Thursday night. Yeah, and that was a good year for some though. So we'll be fine on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was uh, a win. And they're two and one headed into Atlanta next week. We'll yeah. be back. I think I saw. Week. I think. I think one, one more. One last thing. I think I saw a stat yeah. before the before the game started that's. Uh, since he took over, Stefanski is eleven and three after losses, so this is now twelve and three. Oh, that's a good stat. Yeah, yeah. Kind of shows <clears throat> shows the leadership. I don't know if you guys have seen um, the video of him kind of during the game last week. I, I thought it was kind of impressive how he kind of saved even keeled. He was obviously yeah. pissed, pissed uh, through his um, headset, but. Almost immediately after the game, he was like, I think he told Jacoby, I think it was, just like kind of, hey. We got it. This. We're, we're going to get in there. We're going to own it. Yep. Put this behind us and kind of let's move on. Yeah. I, I thought that was really impressive kind of seeing the behind the scenes situation because on, on TV, you kind of just see him like stale and not, not making any, um, kind of noise on it but um yeah it was it's kind of nice just having a coach that's not going to be too crazy kind of level-headed he's never up never too down so um yeah and it's and it shows with that record that you told, told uh that we're saying yeah they, he never he never lets the team dwell on things yeah um and, and you know I, they're not going to probably dwell on this win for too long because there's a lot of things that still can be fixed Mm-hmm. Two of the three phases of the ball. Right now, the the offense can just keep getting better, but the other two phases of the ball need still have things that they need to address, so that they don't lose another game in horrific fashion. <laughs> uh, you never know with the Browns, but uh, yeah. So that's thanks for joining us, everybody. Um, if you are, it's one thirty, almost yeah. one thirty. Thanks for thanks for joining us on Friday morning. <laughs> Friday morning. This is the post game show of the Thursday night game. Um, yeah, it's thanks for joining us. It was a fun game, the two and one. Browns move on to Atlanta next week. Uh, we'll be back around Wednesday or Thursday for a preview. And uh, yeah, uh, this is uh, another WFNY Browns cast, uh, part of the Evergreen Podcast Network. And uh, go Browns! Good night. Good night. 
What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On PressBox Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on PressBox Access. 